0: <laughs> I've got little bits of paper everywhere today. <sighs> Roz, you're totally right that we should try to get to the picnic quickly, but I will say this in defence for those of us that have a vice and addiction you cannot rush coffee. Cannot be rushed. And sometimes things are there have to be a priority in life. Um, Today, 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 I I think I'm preaching to myself today. Um, And so I ask you to listen to my to as I speak to myself, really, because I'm going to ask a simple question. Do you ever feel like that there's more? Like seriously like this it 's not an it 's not an absence of because you have, but you know that there's more you know you 've got a, a good relationship, but you know it can be a great relationship you 've got an average relationship you know it can be a good one you 've got some friendships, but you want some deeper friendships or you 've got a deep friendship and you 'd like a couple of those you know i i I have more and more as I continue to to growing age, <laughs> to realise that there are just some things in life where there, there's more. And when it comes to God, when it comes to Jesus, I think anyone that says that they've understood, grabbed hold of and know and have all of God that they can possibly have, I, I think you're tripping. <laughs> Because we can't fit God into a box, and, and religion has over the years wanted to put God in a box, and people know him. But it's in here that he grows. It's inside our hearts that he becomes real. It, it, it's the ten pegs of our heart that, that are pushed out. And, and we, it's not that we don't already have all of God, but to experience all of him, I, I just know that there's more. I often use in this place, uh, the, uh, I guess, the example, the analogy, the story of, of a home. You know, it's just a little bit echoey for me, Stephen, up here. Um, that if you've got a home, if I gifted you a home, every room in that home is yours. But I actually think sometimes in our own Christianity, there's there's rooms that we don't walk in. And so we have all of God but we don't experience all of him or, or see a side of him because we don't walk into that room. Or better yet, we walk into that room, but we don't use all of it. That, that, that door there, that's a magical door to heaven. No, it's not. No, sorry. That door is, it goes to a storeroom for our music team and some cleaning and all sorts of stuff. And I'm telling you that the far corner, the far reaches of the universe of that room, most of us don't go to. Yeah, because we don't need to but it means I'm not experiencing everything that's in that room and, and I can't help but think there are just parts of God that are like that you know we sang today that when we call he, he answers and I know more than ever before particularly there are some that know this has been a really interesting start for me and gosh I need more of God I need, I need to walk in more of his peace and more of his hope and, and more of his love and I just I think maybe I forget and so I'm assuming and I know and I know that when you assume and this is not swearing because it's just a word and I'm breaking it up that when you assume you make an ass out of you and me spells the word assume can't be swearing yeah so yeah I just I'm assuming that there are others in the same boat that There's more of God in every area of our life. And so I, I want us to remember, I want me to remember that we are highly favoured. That we are favoured, 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 favoured children of God. He doesn't have favourites, but he favours us. And it's in that place of favour, I guess we should remember, and I, and, I, and I used the words earlier, we have to lift up our eyes. And so, when life's difficult, we've got to remember to lift up our eyes. When there's not enough finances, we need to remember to lift up our eyes. When we need peace, we need to remember to lift up our eyes. When we're full of anguish and and, and despair, we need to remember to lift up our eyes. Because there's more of God. This isn't just our lot in life. Yeah? You know, Psalm 145 18 The Lord is near to all who call on Him. Yes, we have him, but who knows that you can walk with the Lord and never talk to him. Anyone ever been there? Walk with the Lord, never pick up the book to read, what he's trying to teach, what Holy Spirit wants to bring forth. He's not walked away from us, he never leaves us or forsakes us, but it seems like we just prop him up on a chair somewhere and we leave him there and we go on. But those who call upon his name... He draws near to. And I know I've, re- oh, I've gone over this so much as in these, these words, to be a safe place for all people, for people to walk into this place and be restored and then revealed for his glory. Yes, we need to be a people that are full of grace, but is there more grace? We need to be a people that are in unity, a community, a family. But actually, is there a bigger picture of that? Can we be more like family? Can we be more loving when we share the gospel instead of picking on people's behavior and telling them what they do wrong? Because God has this life for you, you wicked sinner. Don't live that way. Oh, really? Of course. Oh, I'll run to that even though I'm a wicked sinner. You know, like we're talking to a different people. We're not. Talking to Christians that are complacent in the world, we're talking to a world that doesn't know God, doesn't acknowledge God, doesn't believe in hell. So we can't preach, preach brimstone, fire, and hell. We can't preach that. We have to bring love and bring them to a place where then Holy Spirit can divulge the truth. Yeah, do you understand? It's just—it's a different season that we're walking through. Every 10 years, every 20 years, the, the community changes, their beliefs change, the gospel remains the same, but how we deliver it changes. McDonald's has even improved on their delivery, even though we get frustrated when we don't get it in 15.3 seconds. Father God chooses, chooses to call us and see us as his children. We are highly favoured. And it's, it's that, that sense of favour that he says, I have more. I've got more for you, more for you, more for you. But those that will call upon his name, he draws near. You know, I, I, I love this idea of favour because sometimes people struggle with the, with the thought that we can be favoured as his children. But gosh, we just so are. There are so many passages of Scripture. Psalm 90, verse 17. May the favour of the Lord our God rest on us. Really? His favour? Establish the work of our hands for us. Really? He wants us to prosper with what we do? Psalm 5, verse 12. Surely, Lord, you will bless the righteous. You surround them with your favour. Psalm 84, 11, For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows... Favour and honour. We are his favoured children, but sometimes we live life like we are not. Yeah? You know, Moses found favour in God's eyes. God granted Daniel favour. Joseph found favour with Pharaoh, all because of God. Mary, Mary was highly favoured, wasn't she? She found favoured with God, and you and I are favoured. Matthew 5.8 said, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Isn't that a statement of favour? that we will see God, that we will walk with God, that he will come and live within us yeah, and call us his children. That's a statement of favour just there, isn't it? That's his favour in action in the life of a believer. We are favoured. And so in that favour, there's more. There's more grace. There's more forgiveness. There's more love. There's simply more. Some time ago... A really good friend of, of, of mine and Mal's and a friend of this house is Pastor Corey Turner. And Corey, Corey spoke a word over our church and what he was wanting us to do was to understand that there's more, more for us, more in God. And he, was, he used a passage of scripture in Genesis 13, 14 and 15. He said, after Lot had gone, the Lord said to Abram, look as far as you can see in every direction. North and south, east and west, all the land that you see I will give to you and your offspring. At that time, he was prophesying over our church, over this place, that there's more for this church. There's more. He was prophesying that, that God has more for us. But what he went on to declare and to prophesy and to encourage us in was to lift up your eyes. See what God sees. Yeah. And I think sometimes, even in my own anguish and despair, I forget to look up. I remember, but I forget to look up because it's only in the looking up that I receive everything that he has for me. Even the prayer of Jabez is all about more. You know, in 1 Chronicles 4.10, he was the one who prayed to the God of Israel, Oh, that you would bless me and expand my territory. Please be with me in all that I do and keep me from all trouble and pain. And God granted him his request. There's always more in the Lord. But do you believe it? Like, does anyone here want to experience? I know you've got all of God, but do you have all of his peace? And if you say, yes, I have all of his peace, well, are you walking in all of his peace? Every day, 365 days a year, 24 hours a day of those 365 days, is there anyone here that is full of peace? Every single moment of every single day, you never have worry or doubt or anguish or anger. Is there, sorry? Sorry? Good, because if you said yes, I would bring out a bucket of water three or four in a row and ask you to walk on water. Because we live in a fallen flesh. So there are times where, where it's a struggle, yeah? God has an abundance for us all. And abundance doesn't mean just money. An abundance for every part of our life. So, this is for me. I'm going to declare things today for me, and I'm going to ask you to declare them with me because I think we need to believe it. Sometimes we have, and and in this place, we understand brokenness, we understand hurting, we understand pain, and we walk with people in that because most of us are those people, yeah? But God has an abundance for us. So my first declaration for today is God has an abundance for my life. So, if you can, I want you to repeat. Today's going to be really sort of interactive. I apologize if you just wanted a quiet service. Yeah? So, I want you to repeat after me. God has an abundance, God has an abundance. For, my for my life. Now, say it again like you mean it. God has an abundance, has an abundance. for my life. Like, you think about it, why do we fast at times? Why do we pray at times? Because we're believing for God to move supernaturally more than what he was and is, yeah? Isn't that true? Like, we've got pain and we've been praying, but then we ask people to pray because we believe that God can move even more. We fast for something for a reason because we believe God can do something in that through our sacrifice, amen? So more of what What else is there? What about if we're going to be a safe place for, you know what, let's do it this way. I'm going to do it this way. This will work. I've got, I've got a whole list. There's no way I'm getting through it today. So we're just going to go, I'm just going to throw two out there. I'm going to get a show of hands. One's for more vision, clarity for your own walk. The other is grace. Who would like more vision and clarity for their walk? Put up your hands. Oh, gosh, this is going to be hard. Who wants? Who would like more grace for their life? Yeah, look, you've got to pick one or the other. <laughs> the whole idea of this is to pick one or the other, and that's going to determine where I go, okay? It's like a red light, green light. I should have probably clarified that, right? For those at home, I'm sorry, don't get a vote. You get whatever these people organise, right? Okay, vision or grace? So if you want more vision and clarity, you want to hear about that rather than grace, put up your hand. More grace, put up your hand. All right, we're going to go with grace first. It's a little bit, some of you aren't voting now because you, you don't want to pick one. You've got to choose one. You had to pick heaven or hell, Jesus or not Jesus. You know, you had to pick your partners. I know sometimes in life you wonder, why did I choose that? <laughs> I'm not talking about partners. I could get into trouble here. Mel, you know I love you. But more grace. God has an abundance, an abundance of grace for us. I had a moment with God this morning when we were singing um, that song. Um, The third song. What song was it? Thank you. Because there's a line in that song that says, I've got nothing else fit for a king. Yeah? Gosh, that ruins me all the time. Because I've got nothing to offer him that he's worthy of anything and yet he still chooses to use me. And sometimes in my despair, I've got to remember that there's more grace for me from him. Amen? Because to be a safe place for all people, we need to know, we need to experience his grace in abundance. You know grace actually means the exercise of love the exercise of kindness of mercy of favor the disposition to benefit or serve another this is all grace favored bestowed or privilege conferred the divine favor toward man the mercy of god as distinguished from his justice it is favor and it's grace and it's more and more grace grace is given to us by our heavenly father John 1 16 says, Out of the fullness, out of his fullness, we have received grace in place of grace already given. So we get grace on grace on grace on grace. He gives us grace, the fullness of his grace on top of grace that's already given. And that means that sometimes we've got to show more grace than we think we have the ability to show. That means we have to give ourselves more grace instead of walking around with the invisible whip, whipping ourselves. Oh, wicked dog that we are. Can't believe I did that. Can't believe I spoke like that. Sometimes we've got to be more gracious with ourselves because God pours out grace on us. God has an abundance for grace on us. Repeat after me, if you will. God has more grace for my life. God has more grace for my life. life. Now, remember to lift up your eyes. When you need it, when someone's rubbing you up the wrong way, lift up your eyes and you get the grace that you need to be able to show it. When you're actually suffering with yourself and your actions and choices, lift up your eyes and allow that grace, God's grace, to pour over your life. Now, grace, we know grace can't be earned. It's not something that we do. That's why to receive it, all we do is we lift up our eyes because grace is a free gift from God. Yeah, we can't earn it, it's not given. Because of the, listen to this, it's not given by the things that we do. Are we in agreement? Yes? Yeah? Then, then, by saying that, then you agree. You must agree because you agreed with that. Then you must agree with this. Then it can't be held or taken away by the things we do. It can't be held or taken away by the things we do it's got nothing to do with us it's got everything to do with him there's more grace he gives it because he loves us because he favors us and as we receive that grace more grace as we live in it then we can share it with those that are in our families in our friendship groups in our workplaces that walk through the door here we can be a safe place more grace more grace The one that you didn't want to listen to, you've got to listen to anyway. You just had a choice. But maybe we'll come back there a little bit later. I'll give you another choice. Blessing. You know what I should do? I know what I'm going to do. I've done done vision. I should say grace. We've done grace. Let's get rid of grace. So I don't double up. Now, your next choice. More blessing or more wisdom? Put up your hand for wisdom. Oh, wow. Put up your hand for blessing. Oh, gosh, I'm, I'm, my hands are up with the three people. Okay. <laughs> All right. Wisdom. Got to find it now. Oh, look, I lost it. No, sorry. <laughs> Where did it go? Here we are. Found it. All right, so God has more wisdom for our lives and direction for our lives. So let's, let's make the declaration first. God has, more for me. God has more wisdom for me. Amen. God has, for me. God has more wisdom for me. James one five. If you need wisdom, ask. Our, don't keep repeating. Ask our generous God. I know it's interactive. You guys, if you've not played this game before, you know right when Simon says, you do what Simon says, not what Simon doesn't say. Okay, cool, good. (laughs) All right, let's keep going. James 1.5, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he might, depends on what you pay and do, give it to you. No. No, no way, hey? Ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. There's more wisdom. There are times when I don't have answers and i get it from my wife i get it from the book i get it from my friends there's always more wisdom and it comes because they are people of god children of god who listen to god and then he uses other people to speak into my life sometimes you and i we need more wisdom because we keep secrets and we don't share anything with anyone and we wonder why we're not getting a breakthrough or an answer Well, maybe because you've got to ask the question and share your story or your plight so someone with wisdom from God can speak into it. Thoughts? Yeah? It seems simple to me. When we need wisdom in any and every area of our lives, it actually helps us to navigate. Wisdom helps us to navigate those areas. Wisdom helps us to face those issues because now we've got an understanding of how. And God is not stingy. All we have to do is ask him for it. Yeah? If we ask him, he'll give it. Second Corinthians 9.8 in the Amplified Version reads, And God is able to make all grace, every favour and earthly blessing come in abundance to you so that you may... Always, under all circumstances, regardless of the need, have complete sufficiency in everything, being completely self-sufficient in Him, and have an abundance for every good work and act of charity. In other words, ask Him. He will give it in abundance. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with not part of your heart. All of your heart. If I put a plant in a piece of dirt and it only gives me part of its roots, part of it is going to die, yeah? Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. If you're driving a car at night, and there's no street lights, you can't see. Fair call? And you've got no headlights. Can't see. It's really dark. Yeah, road's black. But, but, believe it or not, If there's a bend in the road and there's no lighting, one, you're probably about to die, right? But if in that time you turn your lights on, you can see it coming, yeah? God giving us wisdom, he is the very headlights of our car. He's the one that illuminates the bends in the road that we don't see coming until they're there, yeah? But we've just got to turn on the headlights. We just have to turn to him. I'm going to talk about blessing once I find it again, because he's got more blessings for us. Numbers 6, verse 24 and 27, reads this way. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. Sounds like one of the songs we sing, doesn't it? Yeah? May the Lord show you his favour and give you his peace. Whenever Aaron and his sons bless the people of Israel in my name, I myself will bless them. I myself will bless them. May the Lord bless you. Like Truly, may the Lord bless you. You Sons and daughters of God here, priests, yeah, the Bible suggests, why don't you look to the person on your left or the right and say, may the Lord bless you. Because it says when we ask for him to bless people, he will actually bless them. Blessing means something that promotes or contributes happiness. Did you know that? It contributes to our well-being, our pleasure, approval, prosperity. Sometimes you and I, we may struggle to receive his blessing because I don't know about you, but we've been conditioned by the world often, unless our parents were phenomenal and we had those brilliant school teachers, we've generally been told somewhere in life that we're not good enough, that we've faltered or failed. And so when someone wants to bless us, we really struggle to receive that blessing. We struggle to receive it physically. We struggle to receive it spiritually. Someone says, oh, gosh, that was so good, man. I I love what you did there. That's brilliant. You are awesome. And you go, oh, you know, (laughs) it wasn't me. It was, you know, like, how about, thank you. That's really kind of you to say. Wow, there's an answer. Never thought of that one before. It was just easier to deflect it because I actually don't think I'm, Deep down inside, you may not think it, but deep down inside, you actually don't believe you're worthy of it, and that's why it feels uncomfortable, and you'd rather just put it aside. It's all in the subconscious, yeah, because of life. But we've got a God that wants to bless us. He wants to actually bless you. So I want to step into a place where I can say I am receiving more Blessing from God. I am receiving more blessing from God. It may not seem like it at any particular time and some, you know, exact times, but I am receiving a blessing from God. Now, if you want more blessing from God, repeat after me. I am receiving receiving. blessing, a blessing from God. Do you believe it? Say it again. I am receiving. A blessing from God. Gosh, if anyone goes out unhappy today, it's only because they've drunk a cup of tea. James 1 verse 17 actually says, Whatever is good and perfect comes down to us from whom? God our Father, yeah? Who created all the lights in the heavens. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. So here is the Andrew Battistella translation for that scripture. God won't change his mind just because of the thoughts that you've had. He won't change his mind just because of the way that you've acted. He still will not change his mind towards you. He has more blessings for you, and whatever is good, whatever is perfect will come down to you from God the Father. Anything that is good. Oh, that's just coincidence. It's just because I worked hard. Hmm. God is good all the time, and all the time, God is good. We know that we're blessed because Jesus is blessed. Hebrews 13.8 reads, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. God has more blessings for our lives today. And so we're blessed so that we can be a blessing. If we're a safe place for all people to come here, to be restored and revealed for his glory, that means we bestow blessing upon blessing on top of the grace that we show people when they walk in the door. Amen? So that when people come, they go, gosh, I just found a place where they just love me. I found a place where I belong. I, well, they were just lovely. I can't put my finger on it. It's Jesus, you know, in us, living through us and out of us. All right, choice, peace or provision. Peace or the P's? Put up your hand for peace. Put up your hand for provision. Oh, look, peace one, sorry guys. But we'll probably get to provision. But let's do peace, we'll do peace. Peace one, that was a pretty simple one. Now, my prayer in this year for me is that i would experience his peace in more areas of my life every area of my life i actually legitimately need it now more i feel than ever before yeah because when burdens are heavy the only thing that helps you carry it is the lord but to have peace in those seasons means i can keep walking yeah doesn't matter what I'm going through. I just need your peace. And if I've got your peace, I know it'll be okay. I can just keep moving through that. I want to experience his peace more this year than ever before in my mind, in my heart, in my circumstances, yeah? Anyone want to join me in that? Yeah? I'm receiving more peace. Repeat after me. I'm receiving more peace in my life from God. I'm receiving more peace in my life from God. Philippians 4, verses 6 and 7 reads, Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what what you need and thank Him for all He has done then. Oh, I love that. Then. That would suggest that you've got to do those things. Right? I'm just putting it out there. I'm I'm so peace. I just don't have peace. Don't worry about anything. Well, if you're worrying, of course you're not going to have peace. Instead, pray about everything. So if you're in a place where you're worrying, and I totally understand that there are moments in life where we worry. I worry. Worry is not the issue in and of itself. The issue in and of itself is that when we are worrying, we're not actually stopping to pray about it. Because as we pray about it, as we tell God what we need and thank him for all that he has done in that place, then we will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. I love this. That means you give up your right to understand why you feel cruddy and shade in that situation. You're actually saying, you know what? I don't need to understand. All I want is his peace. So I have to let go. I don't get it. I don't understand. Why did that happen? I have no idea. But if I want his peace, I've got to let it go. Mel and I were watching a a movie yesterday that we found. It was a freebie. It's obviously a Christian movie. Um, No, no, sorry. I didn't. It was obviously a Christian movie because it was free. That's what I was trying to say, right? Not that we are so holy that we only watch Christian movies because, let's face it, a lot of Christian movies are really, gosh, they're terrible. But acting is important, you know, and storyline. But anyway, um, and, and special effects, for that matter, and, and sound. But, hey, let's not, get, let's not draw up a list. But anyway, we're watching this movie, and it's about a footballer who was told from, and it's all based on a true story, um, that he was told from a really young age that he, he, he's just not good enough, was overweight, not good enough, but he wanted to play NFL football, you know. And he gets all the way there, he gets chosen. Like every obstacle is overcome, every obstacle, every... Like it's such... They, they build the emotion really well. And he's, he's, he's been called up in the draft... He's what they call a walk-on. He wasn't even invited when he was in school. He just went and tried out. And so one of the big NFL teams picks him, and he's driving to sign, yeah? Car accident, hit by a semi-trailer, dead at 22. Oh, it's devastating, man. I was crying. (laughs) And that's two hours into the movie. Right, I still haven't got to the end. There's 15 minutes left. But the point of it, the point of that is... The brother is questioning, and he's wrestling with somebody. They don't say anything, but obviously he's like a demonic figure, like the enemy, and he's wrestling with his faith. Why? Why? Why did my brother go through all of that? Why did he sacrifice so much? Why? Why? And now this, why? You know, sometimes to get God's peace. Remember, based on a true story, so all of us have got something similar. We've got to let go of our right to understand that thing. Even when it makes no sense, if we want his peace. So, in us declaring, God, I'm living and I want more peace from you, then give up. We need to. I need to give up my right to understand that stuff sometimes. And I've just got to trust him. You know, peace is so easily, easily robbed from us, particularly in the world that we live in. It's so busy. It's so hectic everything around us it's so fast-paced and the truth is that if i was to ask there's so many of us that actually experience and feel worry on a daily basis concern yeah fear maybe you know i don't know about you but often it feels like we have to battle to stay in a place of peace yeah certainly i reckon it's been a battle for me this year it hasn't just come easily. Oh, look, you're so happy, you're always smiling. I know, it's just because my face. It just it won't frown. Just, it just won't do it. I think it's the extra fat in my cheeks. I'm not sure, but I can't frown. Like Mel reckons, I frown. It just doesn't work, you know. But sometimes life's just tough, and it's, it's a battle to stay in the place of peace. But I love this scripture because it says that And what it's saying to us is that the peace of God that He gives will guard my heart. That His peace, if I give up my understanding, He will guard with His peace my mind. Yeah? So I just want to suggest that this year, maybe just to take the pressure off, you know, almost like those the pressure cookers. People still cook with pressure cookers, don't they? I don't think they're like the old ones. I like the old ones because they used to, used to shake and stuff and you thought they were going to explode. They were more fun. Um, but, you know, if you've you got any of those watering things, you know, where you pump them up and it builds up the pressure inside, it's got a little pressure release valve. Maybe we need to grab our pressure release valve and, and we just need to pssst, let, let all of the stuff that's frustrating us out, like legitimately, and give it to God. I don't get it, God, but I'm just going to let it go because I, I can't do it anyway. Because it's not in our strength, is it? It's not in our strength. It's in his strength. And I, I, I read something that someone wrote. Oh, gosh. I don't even know when this was from. Um, it was a word for me. You can see that. I read it this morning and I thought, I really? Thanks, Lord. But um, this person wrote, and I can't remember who wrote it either. Uh, Only be still, and the Holy Spirit will speak into your heart. I hear, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit. If you want peace, it's not going to come from what we do. It's going to come from letting go of the pressure valve and giving it to God, amen? So let's put it back on the one who should carry it, and that's Father. Our responsibility is just to look to him, to lift up our eyes. Lift up our eyes. Gosh, if you and I, if I would only lift up my eyes more, lift up our eyes, He's got an abundance of peace. You know, he's like a guard that stands at a post. You know, it's like a big peaceful guard that brings peace to anyone behind there and keeps stuff out. He just, he's just a good God. Four minutes, got time for one more. Oh, gosh. Hope, abundance, security, joy. Hope or joy. Hope, put up your hands. All right, we got three, four, five. Now, don't get lazy here. I've only been going for 31 minutes. We've got four minutes to go. Right, it's not hard. Watch, let me show you. Yeah, right? You can even do it if you're holding a child. Yeah, you can do It's really easy. Joy, put up your hand for joy. All right? We're just going to check hope again, hope. Oh, gosh, that's really close, isn't it? That was close, wasn't it, Roscoe? You call it. Hope or joy? Joy. Joy. Cool. If you chose hope, he's the one you go and see later. (laughs) God has more joy for us in every area of our life. Psalm 104, 15 reads, yes, it's the second part. Have you got it up on the screen, Vic, for a minute? Psalm 144, verse 15. Yes, joyful are those who live like this. Joyful indeed are those whose God is the Lord. It's worth reading the scriptures before that that I'm not going to cover, yeah? I've got them in other places for today, but we're not getting there today. What better way to end the sermon, really? So thanks, Ross, for choosing joy, but to focus on that. That verse says that joy is for the people who live like this. So this is where you've got to read some of the other Verses, because actually I've got it here. I think I do. I do. I do. I do. Our barns will be filled with every kind of provision. Our sheep will increase by thousands, by tens of thousands in the fields. Our oxen will draw heavy loads. There will be no breaching of the walls, no going into captivity, no cry or distress in our streets. Blessed are the people of whom this is true. Oh, wow. Joy. Joy, 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 joy. There's an abundance of joy that God has for us as we set our minds on him. If we align our hearts, if we look up to the heavens, yeah? if we lift up our eyes to him, because joy is not necessarily happiness, but it certainly comes out as you're someone who's happy. Yeah? And joy can be so easily robbed at times. Circumstances. You've got to remember all of these things, whatever that we've looked at today, God gives us in abundance because he favours us. So if you struggle with believing that God favours you, you're probably not going to walk in the abundance that he has for any of these things. And sometimes we just have to sit and remember that I'm a child of God, seated in heavenly places with him. Yeah? Because the circumstances out there That'll rob us of joy, fear, despair, anxiety, worry, doubt. I mean, the list could go on and on and on and on. Our joy wavers, but you know what? His joy, it never wavers. His joy never wavers. His joy is steady. His joy is consistent. It never wavers. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever, yeah? And you and I can access This joy, his joy at any time. I love this because Nehemiah in chapter 8 verse 10 says, and Nehemiah continued, go and celebrate with a feast of rich foods and sweet drinks and share gifts of food with people who have nothing prepared. This is the sacred day before our Lord. Don't be dejected and sad for the joy of the Lord is our strength. The joy of the Lord is our strength. I understand life, can throw lemons, but sometimes instead of sucking on that lemon and looking like you've been sucking on that lemon, lift up your eyes to Jesus and maybe, just maybe, he'll replace that bitterness with some joy and that joy will then be our strength. And we can walk in that strength and that's when you hear stories like, gosh, how can you, how can you still be like that? How can you talk like that after all that's happened? Well, I can't control it and I have to, had to give up my right to understand. I wanted his peace and I found joy in him and his joy is my strength. Sounds like a testimony, doesn't it? See, not our joy. It's not us. It's his joy. It gives energy. It gives strength it empowers us for everything that you and I could be facing. Why don't we stand, please? Because God, he wants to help us. He sent his son, Jesus. yeah. I mean, he wants to help us. He sent his son, Jesus. And I think maybe it's time to trust him. It's time to remember. Who remembers the words? The joy of our... The joy of the Lord is the strength, but the joy of our salvation. Do you know what? There's a joy that comes from knowing that we're his children. And if you no longer have joy, do you remember that you're a son and daughter of God, seated in heavenly places, that he's pulled you from the miry clay, that when you were separated and distant, he still sent his son to bring you close, to bring me close, so that we could walk in the abundance of life with more peace. What do we talk about? With more abundance, more grace, more wisdom, more hope, more joy. Gosh, I want that. Not just for this month or last month or next month. I want it for this year and I want it for the years to come. I want it for my children and my children's children. Not the boys, my girls, obviously, because they're older. Yeah, because they're too young to have children's children. That's just like that would be weird. But we've just got to lift up our eyes This, this morning. And particularly when we're going, if we're going to the picnic, share stories. Share stories about when God has met you somewhere. I know that Because I've spoken to people and asked. Share, like we, we do our family group and we go... And sometimes with the young adults, we actually go... We do a rose and thorns. Anyone know what rose and thorns are? Sh- share something good for the week that God's done. Share something tough that's happened this week. And you know how often they go, oh, yeah, something good. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, okay, well, think about what God's done this week, where he's been there for you. You only have to choose one. Yeah, gosh. um. And you know what? It's not just the young adults. I've done it with adults. Share something God's done. Share something where God's moved in your life. And this this is not a criticism, please. This is commentary because this relates to me too and we grab a memory from a year ago, from two years ago, from five years ago, from 10 years ago, from 20 years ago. But his mercies are new every day. Yeah, he gives us manna every day. And maybe we're lacking some of the joy in our life because we're actually not lifting up our eyes on a daily basis to say, you know what, God, walk with me today. Like, seriously, I'll tell this story and I'm going to finish on this, yeah? Um, Today when we go to the picnic, I'm going to go past KFC. I don't know if I'm going to spend any money on the boys, but I'm going past KFC. But I'm only going to buy tenders, not buying anything with a bone. Because on Thursday, I was eating the wicked wings. And you know what? The name gives it away, right? They're wicked. I was eating the wings, and I... And they're not even full wings. It's only half a wing. They can't call it a wing. They should be calling it wicked half wings, right? And I'm eating one of those wicked half wings. Third bite, and the front of my tooth, which my front tooth, one of them's a cap. I broke half of it when I was in primary school waving a. Who remembers vacuum cleaner hoses when they were steel? Yeah, I was waving the vacuum cleaner hose. Boof! It's my tooth, right? And then, pff, half a tooth gone. So since then, since I was about 10, 8 or 10, and a holiday program, they should have paid for it. They should have. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I've got I've to let that go. I do, let go. Let go. I, I, was so, I was so in anguish and despair, yeah, I started bawling my eyes out at home. Like, it, it, like I just started crying. It, it was the straw that broke the camel's back for me. And I thought, you've got to be joking. And Mel goes, don't worry, love, it'll be fine, I'm praying, I'm praying. And this was like 30, 7 o'clock at night. I didn't even want to, I was so frustrated and in despair that I stopped eating. <laughs> like, stopped eating, all that, that, beautiful, you wicked chicken, all that, and I stopped eating. So I, I, I rang the, the hospital, the dental hospital. Thinking I'll, I'll go there, so I rang. They were closed. Of course they're closed at seven o'clock at night. But the message said, "Don't worry, if it's an emergency, I've got half a tooth." I look. No offence to anyone that's homeless. I look like a homeless person. Yeah, right. Any, I just I look terrible. The smile. No, I've got a million dollar smile. Right? Well, at least I tell myself. But that that it dropped down to five bucks. Like it was that was a was a terrible smile. Anyway, I've got to ring the dental hospital in Melbourne. I ring them. They're closed. And it says, but if it's an emergency, stay on call and we'll put you through to a nurse on call. What's nurse on call going to do for my tooth? <laughs> so I rang back here in Sebast, left the message. I'm coming in the morning. I've lost half my tooth. I'm really concerned and worried. Anyway, 10 to, 10 to 8, I get a call from them saying, we've got your message. We've got your details. It's on the system because you've been there before. But there's no room for you today. I go, I'm thinking, I'm not preaching on Sunday. I'm, I'm just sharing, I'm telling you, I, I was so devastated in myself. You've got, you've got to understand, I, man, it, it just hit me. I know you're thinking it's only a tooth, but it hit me so hard, just that little thing, you know? All my peace was gone. All, all my joy was gone. Look like for that. Like, just that. The enemy gets you with the smallest of things, yeah? Anyway, I said, oh, really? I, I've got a cap that was done there years ago, like pre-COVID, And it's come off. And they go, really? Well, look, why don't you come in? We'll see what we can do. But you'll have to come early because if you go there, you've got to grab a number, blah, blah, blah. I get there. I get in. I'm in line. They go, we probably can't see you today. Ten minutes later, they call my name, call me up, and they go, look, we've had a cancellation from one of our fully qualified dentists. Would you like to see them? Mm. (laughs) Oh, God, that's a hard one. Can I phone a friend? So they, they fixed my tooth. I rang Mel, and she goes, how'd you go? I said, Mel, I've just come out. She actually, Roz was visiting. And um, gosh, I love my wife. I rang her and said, they, they fixed it. You know, this is what happened. I saw one of the dentists, and they did it, and it's all done. And she goes, I told you, love. I was praying. I knew God had it. See, while I was in anguish and in pain and frustration, she turned her eyes and lifted them to Jesus and brought it before the Lord. We don't always get an answer that way. Sometimes it's just peace, but I got an answer that way. So can we be a people that walk in the more of God? Is that all right? So if that's you today, just stretch your hands towards heaven and let's pray. I'm, I'm now walking in picnic time. Father, I just thank you that you, Father, have so much for us. You have an abundance for us in every area of our life. God, whether it be financial or hope, Father, whether it be peace or wisdom, God, whether it be provision or joy, Lord, you just want to pour more and more and more out on your children. And God, this one thing I know, Lord, I know that we have all of you. But God, there are times, Lord, even though we're seated in heavenly places, that it feels like we're so far away. And God, you don't leave us. You don't forsake us. It's us. So God, we step towards you and say, we want more. God, we want to be where you are. We want to live in your peace. We want to walk in your love. We want to share your grace. Father, we want to be so abundant in every area of our life that whoever we encounter receives Jesus from us. And I thank you, God, that you understand every cry of every heart. Lord, every concern of every person, Lord, Father, you don't have favourites, but I thank you for the favour that you pour upon us as your children. And so, Lord God, this day, with that as knowledge, knowing that we want more of you, we say yes and amen. And, Father, we walk in the more. And, God, we just say, pour it out that we might be more like your son Jesus. Lord, change into his image with ever-increasing glory. May people find love in this place. May they find love in you, we pray. And everybody said, amen. 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 Yeah, put your hands together for God. Enjoy your Sunday. Enjoy your coffee, apparently quickly. And if you're coming to the picnic, we look forward to seeing you there. Amen. Thanks for joining us.